We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. Welcome to the Dotcast from Nine Dots. Nine Dots is the online learning community for wedding photographers. You can become a member and find out about our annual conference, the Nine Dots Gathering, at nine-dots.co. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nine Dots Dotcast. Uh, this is me, Adam Johnson, and uh, joined again just by the one and only Andy Gaines. Hey, 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 world, how are we doing? Uh, I mean, the world can't answer, but I'll answer for the world. I think the world's in a in a in a in a transient state. But I'll tell. I don't think that's <laughs> I don't think that's what you meant exactly. I'll, ta- I'll take your word for it. I'm sure the world yeah. is doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fine, brilliant, and uh, um, yeah. So yes, so this so this this podcast, I've decided that. Uh, I spend a bit of time in the Nine Dots Facebook group, uh, which all Nine Dots members have access to. And this week I've been thinking, got me thinking, as all things, as all good topics begin um, from what I've seen in the in, in the Nine Dots Facebook group. Um, and one of the posts in there has got me kind of thinking uh, or got us talking about success. And um, so kind of how we as photographers and business owners, how we define success and what success can mean to us, but also how we let that success define us and what, what we do about the success or lack of it, you know, when we have it, um, which I know a few people have been thinking about recently. And it's interesting, the previous couple of podcasts, we've been talking a little bit about, you know, it's the start of a new year um, and it's a time to kind of reflect and make resolutions and, you know, see, see how we're doing and, and, and all that kind of thing. But, but the other thing I find that with as wedding photographers, certainly in this part of the world, this time of the year is equally, it's a time when we get a lot of bookings in and we get a lot of work, work coming in. Like there's a lot of inquiries at this time of year. And also the, the lack of actual shooting that happens because there's not many weddings happening gives you that kind of space to contemplate those inquiries and those bookings and all the lack of, you know? Um, so it certainly feels like a, that's a kind of a bit of a topic at the minute, you know? Um, I don't know about you, obviously, how, how are you doing for bookings and things at the minute, AJ? Oh, well, that was, that was an intense stream of consciousness, which I really enjoyed. But I mean, uh, I, I, uh, I'm reading between the lines that you want to talk about success. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, I mean, I'm all right. I mean, I'm all right for bookings. I mean, I definitely, it, life is not as easy as it once was to book weddings. I, I feel, mm-hmm. um, and I'm all right. I'm okay for this year. You know, I've got almost the number I want for this year and, and I'm starting to book a few for next year. So I'm not overly worried, but it's definitely, I definitely agree with one thing you said, which is, you know, we're not, we're not as busy as when, as wedding photographers this year at this time of year. So you're, you're almost, you've got too much time to think and to, to think things are going wrong. But I, I think I, I'm, I've always been quite good at keeping stats about like how many inquiries come in, how many people book and that kind of thing. And January, is always is always like a low converting month. There's, I get a good number of inquiries, but I get very very few bookings in January. But you know, I've been, I've seen a lot of people booking a lot of weddings this month. So I, I know people talk about the peaks and troughs of the wedding photography, like I don't know seasons and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think it's the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's really hard to say. All right, stick it out. It's January. The bookings will come in March or whatever it you know whatever whatever it might be. Because I'm seeing plenty of people booking plenty of weddings right now. When I haven't booked, I haven't booked a wedding yet in January, and it's what is this two days left? 
I've got a few people who seem really keen and maybe are about to book, but I haven't booked a single wedding this month. So, you know, I, I could easily go, well, this, that's a, this is a failure of a month or whatever it is. Mm. But I kind of keep the faith that, at least for my business and I guess where my inquiries and bookings come from, I never do that well in January. Yeah. I mean, do, do you, do you like, I mean, is that how you define being successful as a business? Like how many bookings you can get? Or, or I guess that the, it's not how many you can get, but obviously there's like a bottom line issue, right? So you need to know the numbers. So you need to know what everyone's business is different, but you know, at the end of the end of the day, it's like, I need to make X amount of money as a business owner to be successful, you know? So, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, how is, is that for you? Like, is that what it comes down to from a business point of view? Yeah, maybe. You know? I mean, sh- I, there's obviously things like short term success is very different to long term success. So that's that's it's very easy to feel unsuccessful. Short, you know, if, if you go a month without getting a book in, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to get to start to feel unsuccessful. You know, like you suddenly you're not a very good business person because you, the business that you run didn't generate any income that month or. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. Whereas I think I'm, I'm, I'm definitely more focused on lo- on, on what feels like long-term success. And I was thinking about this, you know, the other day. So uh, obviously when that whole thread started and it, and it became about, you know, well, it didn't become about, but I, I, can, I definitely took it down the road of, uh, you know, success is a personal concept to every single person. So you can't, one person can't look at another person's business and go, well, my business isn't on paper doing the same numbers as that business. So therefore I'm not successful and they are. I don't mm-hmm. think you. I don't think you can do that. And but I was thinking the the most successful I've maybe ever felt was the day that I left my job to go full time in wedding photography. Right when when, that, when actually you were the least successful you've ever been. Yes, mate. I had one. I had one future booking in my business, but I, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So that you my felt bi- like a winner. <laughs> I was, yeah, that I never felt more successful than, than that day. Yeah. Right. Uh, but and and also I was talking to. Uh, good friend of mine yesterday steve walker about the whole success thing and i i think success uh, on a kind of a widest in a kind of wider sense is 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 more like a feeling like you just know when you feel like you're successful but yeah. go, going back to going back to what you said about you know on the uh, on a very like basic business level then yeah if, if the if the money is not coming in or if, you know if the inquiries aren't at least coming in then i feel like things are going wrong But but, that, but but I get yeah I mean I guess the interesting thing is I mean similar to you really when I when I started and I was fortunate that that my photography business um, you know when I first decided I wanted to become a wedding photographer the, the, my business didn't need to generate income right because we had other income sources as a family so it started like most people did as like a passion project that it was something that was maybe going to succeed at and try and build and try and build this business um, then my honest genuine only definition I had for success was to make pictures that would impress other wedding photographers I wanted to be I wanted to make I wanted to make art that made other people who were my who made that would make my peers be like this guy's the real deal this (laughs) this guy is badass and that was and I remember having a conversation with a, f- a friend of mine who, who's a photographer and, sa- and genuinely saying that, saying like, I'm not even bothered about making any money. I'm not bothered about having loads of weddings or whatever. All I want to do is make everyone else know it, that this guy is the real deal. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, lame. But, and, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but, but, yeah. 
but that 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 was what. But I guess it's weird because that that was almost the only guiding light that I had when I first started. You know, when I was learning how to do things. Um, and then I remember a few kind of things, a few few key moments that happened where I felt like I was getting that recognition in the first two or three years as I started to learn, you know, learn my craft and learn what I was doing. Um, but it, but quickly, you know, as as you'll know, quickly that changed. My priorities shifted, and I realized that, that that's no way you can't run a business like that. You can't even be a good wedding photographer without <laughs> you know yeah. that you're not that's not a that's not a way to to succeed and, and be great. But but ironically, I think looking back, having that as my measure of success actually allowed me then when I changed my when I allowed my definitions of what I class successful to be to change. You became more successful. (laughs) Yeah, but I think I think having that approach initially was one of the things that allowed me then to, to succeed in other areas. Do you know what I mean? Even though I hadn't wanted, even though I hadn't, yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. Succeed in them, you know, like running a good business, looking after my clients, making good pictures for them, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, so, some of that, some of that attitude that you probably came into the came into it with was probably because of because of your musician days, when you were just making, when you were just making your product to, to be impressive to people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. When it's less of a where there's no service involved, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just creating something because you because for yourself because you want it to be good because you think it. Yeah, I mean yeah. definitely. So de- I mean definitely when I first became aware of your work and then first met you, you would you were more of a performer than you are now, like in your photography. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you were, you are you were just are you are a performer <laughs> you are a performer, but um, so maybe that's why that was a big part of your photography in the early days, and you had kind of had to learn that that really you know that this this job this service this business is very different to i guess making music and performing um or you're performing for different people i don't know but yeah i mean i get i get what you're saying um but... i guess i guess the thing is so but then then the interesting question is is that well so if we you know you, we can define what success is to us and in a way we can yeah. it's arbitrary because it, it's not hardwired you know I, I chose i decided when i started that the thing that would bring me gratification and success was one thing then I changed, I changed what that, because of circumstances and influences and, and seeing things or whatever, my definition of what I thought success was changed. And then it's changed since. Um, at, at one point, th- I, the idea for me of success of being a photographer and a business owner was to, to, to make lots of money. So I, that was something that I aspired to for a time. And then that changes. So I guess the point is that if success is arbitrary, when you know, and it can be changed and we can choose what we have a success. I guess when do you decide, at what point do you decide to pursue the success as you see it at that point or to say, I'm not going to hustle and try and achieve that and work hard to get that success. I'm actually just going to change, change what I class as success, what success is, which, you know what I mean? And bypass the stress of having to (laughs) achieve that success, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think two things there. I think one, you need you can't retrospectively define success. You, you can't you can't you need to know what you're aiming for and what your goals are. You know, just to like link into what we've talked about in maybe the last few episodes. You can't you need to you need to know what you're aiming to achieve in your in your business if you're going to define success on that level. You know, you need to you need to know how many how many inquiries or you know how many bookings your business needs to generate, how much revenue your business needs to generate to make the money that you need to make out of your business. And that'll be, that'll be based on a lot of things that people don't yeah. always talk about. Like you, you, you touched upon it a minute ago. So 
you know, when your household had other in- other income sources, when you when Abigail used to work, uh, you know, I'm not saying she doesn't work. Damn, that was that was a that was a slip of the tongue. But you know, when she used to have a mate, she a, does everything a, a, a salaried job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Uh, then that that changes the pressure on your business and against photography. Yeah, for sure. Um, so and the same, you know, same. It was the same in my household. You know, we, we used to have a we used to. Uh, well, I obviously started part time. So at that time, we had two full time salaried jobs in the house and plus my photography then I, I left my job and we still had my wife's job with a salary and then eventually she left so then then all the pressure is on my business and uh yeah and the money i'm making but I, I can't then go blind and go well i'm just gonna see what see where i end up at the end of the year and then retrospectively say whether that was a successful year you need to know what you're aiming for on a monthly you know i have monthly ca- like cash flow goals and you need to know what you're aiming for on a, on a yearly basis to pay your bills yeah, to start yeah. with and then on top of that to to buy nice things and you know all the rest of it so uh but then once you've set though once you've set your goals so let's let's say for instance i mean somebody brought this up in the in the group the other day let's say your goals at the number of the amount of money you charge per wedding is to is to book 20 weddings a year and that will you know p- pay your bills plus give you a bit of money to spend on other things yeah yeah and then at the end of the year you you booked your 20 and you've had your you paid all your bills and you've been on your, been on a holiday, and you're happy as Larry, but then you go on Facebook and you see that X Y Z photographer has booked fifty weddings this year and shot fifty weddings this year and done three times as much money as you've done. You can't at that point say, "Well, oh, you know, I thought I'm, I was successful, but yeah, that yeah, I'm not." Yeah, 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 because that's ridiculous. So, and equally, uh, there might be a person who's booked only booked ten weddings, but they're just as happy as you. But because what you don't see is that is that they've got a partner who's got a really well paying job as well so their household has made the income it needs to make you know yeah, it's, yeah. it's all and they and they yeah and you only need to shoot five weddings and you can, yeah. you can choose which those five are because you only need to generate yeah two yeah. 200, 200, 200 pounds worth of income or whatever through photography yeah, Preci- yeah precisely so that this is why i mean one thing that one of the reasons we thought it'd be useful to talk about this today is because one per, every it's almost like a, a success is almost like a fingerprint man i'm gonna i'm gonna go there but wow. you know everybody's fingerprint of success is is totally different because it's based on so many factors yeah it's yeah, yeah. based on so many of these factors that you know i'm i i'm not even aware of, of everything you know it'd be ridiculous if i was but you know i'm not aware of how much money you need to make to pay your bills and to have the right. kind of life yeah, yeah. lifestyle you want to have on a daily basis or whatever mm-hmm. i'm not and you're and equally you're not aware of mine so yeah uh, you, I can't look at you and go, well, you're more successful than me and you can't and vice versa. So this is why the whole success thing, uh, you need uh, the very basis of it. You need to know what you're aiming for because only then can you analyze, can you like, that's your benchmark. You, then you can say, well, I, I made, I achieved that or I didn't achieve that yeah. Equ- equally as, as you go along, you'll know whether you're on track for it so you can adjust things, uh, or you'll know whether you're going to exceed it. And in which case you should m- ideally move it so because you should always be aiming for something that's kind of just just maybe just beyond achievable because then you'll yeah. put, then you'll then you'll and push guess, yourself and i guess the question then is like you have to you know you, you define those success by what motivates you i suppose you know and, yeah exactly and that's but that's going to change all the time isn't it you know I'm, Definitely. Right, like for you know now having been shooting weddings for a long time you know i'm i'm, I'm very motivated by having less you know shooting less weddings you know like there's i've you know, I'm motivated by the things things that motivate me now aren't the things that motivated me a few years ago. So my definition of success is radically different to what it what it once was. You know? Yeah. 
Same. Same. I mean, I made a conscious decision last year to try and make a lot more time for myself and just to, mm-hmm. because, especially because my, I was suddenly became aware that my kids are getting a lot older. And you, you said it the other day, like quite a profound statement that you only get 18 summers with your children. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I've had, I've had, I've had 11 with one of mine already. So mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. But also, you know, summer doesn't last that long in, in our country. And also, and if you and if you're spending the entirety of that in a in an office with in front of a computer screen, staring at photos and editing and and trying to work and and doing all your work in that period, then you miss the you miss the that short blast of summer that we get that we we get in England. Yeah, so I made yeah. I made a conscious effort last year to make sure that I was uh, I gave myself time, especially through the summer, to do to do things that I liked and to have more time that that I was available to be part of the family during the summer holidays uh to make sure that we had a summer holiday during the summer holidays you know all these things yeah, yeah. that i started to make as goals that are not yeah. necessarily they're not necessarily business goals but they are at the same time because i had to structure my, i had to work my business into a certain way that it was able to support those goals right that meant you could not shoot weddings all summer long yeah yeah exactly whereas yeah whereas a few yeah the andy Gaines from a few years ago and the adam johnson was a, you know shooting 50 weddings a year yeah, yeah like yeah. You can't you can't shoot fifty weddings a year and take off June, July, and August in, no. in England. That's pretty. Yeah. That's, that's pretty difficult. So and it, yeah. but also you know like you're saying about it's almost it sounds comedy when you say it. You know we're wedding photographers and we do and we love that we love our job and we love what, being wedding photographers. But at same time our goals are to, to shoot less weddings. But it's not <laughs> because we don't like weddings. It's because we know that the. I mean, for me personally, when I was. I mean, I'd never shot fifty, but I think I'm. I think I was up in the mid forties when I was shooting my most weddings. Yeah, yeah. By by the by, like early August, late August, I was. I hated the job. Like, yeah, yeah. I did not enjoy the thought of. I mean, I still when I was at a wedding, I was. I still loved it, but the relentlessness wore me down to the point where I was like, another wedding this, or another three weddings this weekend, two weddings yeah. this weekend, three this week, whatever. So I was like, well, I don't want to feel that way about this job or my life so i have to change that i have to change i don't want to be shooting that many weddings a year i don't want to be shooting more than one a weekend so that's i have made decisions to change my business and restructure my business in a way that i would feel enjoy it more and really for me that links back into like success is a feeling like so and and then i was feeling better about the job and i was and and i had more time to do the things that i like to do and you know my state of mind felt better so i did feel more successful yeah. because because of that so yeah, almost yeah. like reducing the general numbers of my business and yeah i make less money than i used to make a lot less money than i used to make you know I'd, as you know i i deregistered from vat a year and a bit ago just to yeah, same yeah just to force myself to make less money and to work less so yeah i make less i make a lot less money than i used to make like significantly less mm-hmm. but i'm way happier and i feel yeah, more yeah. successful so yeah it's funny it's a funny one but then there's a, there's another end of the scale isn't there so there there are you know the the thing that came out of that thread in Facebook is that there are a lot of people. Well, as I don't know whether it's a lot. You know, talking about the vocal minority as always with Facebook groups, but there are people who are, you know, booking a lot of weddings, very very on paper successful businesses, making good money. Uh, and there's but there's another end of the scale of people who aren't doing that. So there's yeah. people who aren't generating the inquiries even to get the bookings in, and then haven't got I haven't got a good number of bookings. So whether they did or didn't make goals or set set targets for themselves they're not hitting them so 
that's the other end of the scale. So it's all very well as sitting here and going, you know, success is a feeling. If you feel good, you feel, you're successful. But there are people who, you know, genuinely probably are not running successful businesses at the moment and want to know, you know, how can, yeah, yeah what how, can they do? Yeah, what can they do about that? Here's the because, thing, dude. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a left thing. So I, I think we should. I think let's let me know. Give give me now. What if if I was that person and I was struggling. And I just need, and I needed more bookings. What would your top top three tips be to to, to get the work in? How would I? What what would your like advice to be to work to get what, to get those bookings? Well, it's I mean it's funny because if you'd asked me that five years ago, it, then I would have I would have said SEO. You need to get better SEO, but I would definitely wouldn't say that anymore. Okay. I think my top three tips for anybody right now would would be to network, network, and network. I just think that's the mate. That's just one. No, it isn't. Just repeat said, it three times. I said it. I said it three times. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll say this as the first one. But, okay. And I'll say I was I met, I brought this up in the in that on that thread in the Facebook group the other day. But it's just a thing, you know. We've ridden the crest of the SEO wave right over the last five six years, or I have. But you you I know you didn't care so, about no, it. I'm just like I'm laughing yeah. about the, the ter- just terrible analogies. Oh yeah, mate, full of them. As you <laughs> know, my Google Analytics surfboard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're painting a wonderful picture. <laughs> anyway, I mean, if if you could get a Google Analytics surfboard, I probably would have would own one. But you know, but in the I remember early on realizing that SEO was was relatively easy. Not a lot of people did it, and if I could do it and and get reasonably good at it, then I was gonna I was taking quite a nice shortcut. It, yeah, I was gonna say there was a time when we, I think when we started or a few years ago when it was definitely a shortcut to it was a shortcut to to yeah. market and success for sure but, but, but the, yeah, and, yeah but the reason for that was it was an un- it was an uncompetitive arena for wedding photographers because not a lot of people not a lot of wedding photographers especially knew how to do it yeah. even knew it was a thing and and then i mean these days is the is the exact flip side of that like yeah. Every, yeah fast forward every, to now yeah, it's the opposite yeah. yeah so if you're going to suddenly start trying to improve your seo then you're talking a ve- it's a very long game these days yeah if you if what you need is bookings in the diary asap then face-to-face marketing is is really the the most it, that's the uncompetitive area now of wedding photo- wedding photography because everybody's trying to do SEO, everybody's trying to do like online social Instagram, Facebook, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Nobody's just getting out there and and well people are, and they to me when I see those people on uh, Instagram, they look like they're nailing it because of that. And there's a sure. guy that there's a guy that I know in in my area who has built his entire business on that in the last 10 years, you know, making strong personal in-person connections yeah. Yeah. with, with venues or other suppliers or whoever it might be. Yeah. And he is, is, and has always from, I mean, I, I don't know him that well, but on, from what I see, uh, is yeah. as a really thriving business because of it. I think, I think it's, yeah, I, I completely so, yeah, agree but that's, with you. So that's but like advice it, for one is to, is to go out there and, you know, whatever, on a very, very simple level, get, Get together all the weddings you did last year and all the vendor details for every single wedding, and send them all pictures. And a, yeah, yeah, go and, and just, a, go and, and go a, and make contacts with them. Yeah, yeah. Just start relationships with them. I mean, it, what it comes, I agree. I mean, what it comes down to, just to build on that, it's all about you know, let's. It's like occupying that. It's occupying that little bit of white space that no one else is in. You know, yeah, and it's <laughs> six, seven, eight years ago that that was maybe SEO. That was maybe playing yeah. Google to 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 you know shoot fancy destination wedding venues and areas where you'd never been to before with with some seo sleight of hand whereas now that's just saturated so you you know you're just lost if you're trying to swim in that 
that shark tank, you know? So you need to, it is just about putting yourself in the areas where less other people are, you know, like finding that white space just, you know, at the head of the curve or where, you know, where the, where, where the competition is less. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you diss my analogies, but I think, I think the SEO shark tank is a strong one, but <laughs> I think uh, it's true though, but uh, that's what SEO is these days. And, and it's not to say that, you know, don't do it. Don't bother. I think everybody should be personally. I think everybody should be, should be like doing SEO and optimizing their website and creating content for the website that rank that will eventually rank in search engines. But you just, it is, it is the most competitive along with Instagram realistically, but it's, they are the most competitive areas so you're not going to get if you need to fill your diary for this year you're not going to realistically do it by na- by suddenly focusing on seo and instagram for sure but you are going to potentially um drag in some bookings by going getting out into your local area and and meeting suppliers and doing it in a really in a really unselfish way like just do it for the reason of making connections and you know building your building your own personal network and i was saying something the other day you, you know it might just all it might take is you know you might send that florist from that wedding last year pictures from from the wedding that they did the flowers for and it's kind of a a story that we all hear is that you know florists are always badgering photographers for pictures and never getting them so suddenly they'll love you because you you proactively sent them some pictures mm-hmm. next thing a client walks through the door the first photographer they're going to bring up is probably you because you were the one that just made them feel happy by sending them some pictures yep so you're talking about instant impact which you're never going to get from seo or instagram or any of that kind of stuff you know uh yeah so that's that i mean that's why it's my top three tips really because i can't think of two more yeah for sure i mean you know i think it's just to build on that i think just being yourself and pushing putting yourself out there um on a personal level to all these people that you meet when you're working you know as opposed to being this anonymous voice to them on google and social media i think that's <laughs> yeah. just that's ab- just it's absolutely key i mean just i'm just looking now at um the recent bookings that i've had and the inquiries that i've had you know so the last one I've, literally the last three or four bookings that i've taken this year one of them from a florist that i met at a wedding literally exactly that her sister was getting married i'm now photographing her sister's wedding Amazing. one before that a guy who's been a guest at two previous weddings so that was an in-person connection that you made because he was best man at well he was best man at two you know, of a group of people whose weddings I've shot. So yep. now doing him. One before that, recommendation from a venue that I've shot at and I get on, made an effort while I've been there, not only to get on with the venue the venue themselves, but also to, like you say, touch, you know, touching base with them after the wedding and sending them photos and providing them with content for their thing. And then the other wedding I've just booked was a bride who booked me three years ago, split up, canceled the wedding, paid me her um, cancellation fee, has now found someone else, come back to me and has now booked me for a new wedding. <laughs> so Amazing. just having those. Anyone that says you don't get repeat business is, is just wrong in Andy Gaines' world. <laughs> That's it, yeah, yeah. But what I'm really hoping now is that her, uh, is, the, is the husband from the first one also comes back <laughs> yeah. to me. So just for the, the perfect circle, yeah, the yeah. Perfect, yeah. The perfect triangle, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, but obviously none of those came from the from this SEO shark tank. No, it's funny. Yeah, and the same or for the me. Social really. media I... piranha pit. You know what <laughs> I mean? I love it. I love it. Yeah, there needs to be a snake pit as well. But the uh, the yeah, we won't go there. But the um, yeah, and the same for me. I mean, I I've always had 
strong SEO. I get a lot of inquiries, but I was I was looking at my last few inquiries as well. And one was from a videographer that I'd met at a wedding six or seven years ago. What two from two from a venue that that recommend me, uh, and one said search engine, but I think I think it was from a friend. But uh, very few of my actual bookings are from SEO. So this is the this is the way it's changed. And also just on your side of things, I know that there was a time. I've got a point to make here, so go with it. But there was okay. a time maybe fa- f- three, four, five years ago when you got a lot of work from other photographers. Mm-hmm. And I remember there's a time that we talked and that was, it wasn't, it was beginning to dry up. So you had to start looking at other like ways of generating business. Yeah. And that's when it, that coincided with a time when you focused a bit more on on the business side of wedding photography and these and things like networking, which to that point, I think we'd always seen it as a bit of a dirty word. Like we didn't need to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the work was going to come to us, um. So that's I guess that's being aware of of when the market's changing, when your business is changing, and making sure that your eggs aren't all in one basket. Because I'm not saying yeah. all your eggs were in that basket at that no, time, no, no. but you you but you did really well from referrals from other photographers. Yeah, and I yeah, think just sure. to just to again link back to the point I made a minute ago, you've we've got a referral group in Nine Dots, right, where people share uh, yeah. inquiries. Yeah, yeah. Then members can. Yeah. Sit. Exactly. And some of them will have 10, 20, 30, 40 people putting their name down. Now, realistically, if you've met somebody in real life, the chances of them putting you forward out of that list of 40 are higher. Exactly. So, <laughs> so you know, I was met a minute ago. So the first networking I was talking about of the three networkings was network with your local wedding businesses. The second one is to real is to make solid connections with other photographers in, in your local area. Because the the strength of referrals then will will just increase yep. exponentially because you've met each other and you know each other and you and you know each other's stories and struggles and you know all the rest of it. If you're just a an, if you're just a faceless name in a list of forty, for the best will in the world, nobody puts forward everybody that puts their name down on a referral. Yeah, plus it would be a terrible idea to send them forty <laughs> names. Would, but yeah, would. no, you're exactly right. You, so just you know, networking who, again. Who, who, yeah. Just and and I mean just to kind of I guess wrap this up now because you know we kind of come to the end but you said it before networking sounds bad like I would say it's just being friendly and kind and yeah. a, a, a good yeah, human yeah. you know and <laughs> actively remembering to do that which I think yeah, yeah. you know networking makes it sound like oh I'm going to have to tactically network with some photographers now and take them out for coffee just <laughs> just be a nice human and it does and even for the people who aren't as sociable as other people it's just a case of remembering in this day and age that all it takes is for you to just be nice and personable yeah to remember to actively do that rather than think that you you know think that's happening just because you sat at home on your computer dipping in and out of social (laughs) media all the time yeah yeah yeah. it's easier to do it's easy to that easy to do that when we're stuck at home running our businesses you know yeah and but also you know like we when we started doing the nine dots gathering in 2015 uh we thought of it as a as like a social learning event and we've come to realize that is a is a is a networking event as much as it is anything any of the other elements you know the yeah. connections that are made at, at things like the nine dots gathering can't be underestimated yeah for sure and 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 again but it never feels it just feels like you're making mates yeah but and that's actually, the way it should feel what it, yeah, but, yeah, exactly, yeah. but what it is 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 you know really useful networking from a business perspective but you know at the, at the same time it turns out it's just hanging out with your mates which, <laughs> yes which, you know everyone likes doing that let's do more of that yeah but so you know obviously the we we started off by talking about like what, what is success and all the rest of it so uh, we should wrap up by 
I don't know, talking about that again, maybe. So if you go and network with people, you're going to feel more successful today. But I think you are, you know, like I've, I always feel good after I've, you know, spent time with people, even though I don't spend time with people a lot often because I'm quite reclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you fly in the face of everything we've just said. <laughs> no, yeah. But it's an area of my business that I want to improve, you know, so I'm almost, I'm almost giving advice to myself. Nice. Let's go for a coffee sometime, dude. Yeah. All right. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amen again. It's the theme of the end of the Nine Dots podcast. Is it Andy Gaines? And Andy Gaines, amen. Hallelujah. We'll see you next time. One, two, three. Listen. You can listen to previous episodes of the Dotcast anywhere people normally listen to podcasts. And you can find out more about Nine Dots membership and the Nine Dots gathering at nine-dots.co. Yeah.